Hi everyone, it's one of your hosts, Ellie, who has no idea what she's done today, but is still strongly believing that she will complete her homework tomorrow. I'm your other host, Z, and I am really, really excited for today's episode because the Mooncake Festival is my favorite day of the year. Okay, so before we start, I would like to say sorry if we give any incorrect information. We did try to fact check everything, but if we still make some inaccuracies, we're sorry. And not all aspects of this topic will be covered, obviously. We'll just talk about some mainstream ones and ones that we are really interested about. Also, sources and references for this episode are linked in the description, so... So with that in mind, if you know you want to learn more after this episode, you can go ahead to the description and look at the links. There's going to be more information. So let's go. Okay. The first point that we want to talk about today is what exactly is the Mooncake Festival? So the Mooncake Festival is also known as the Mid-Autumn Festival, Jie, also known as Moonlight Day, Yuelangjie Reunion Festival, Tuanyuanjie. And it is one of China's four grandest traditional festivals. It originated from the worship of celestial phenomenon, that is, the day where the moon is the roundest of the year. So, the Mooncake Festival is normally celebrated on the 15th of the 8th month of the lunar calendar. So, in our normal calendar that we use now, it will be 21st September, which is today, the day we're releasing this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then now we're going to talk about some customs. We're just going to talk about a few because we're on a time limit. So the first custom we're going to talk about is moon admiring, Shangyue. It is said that the moon is closest to the earth on this night. So yeah. And then the next custom is mooncake eating, Bing, which is a major symbol of family reunion because, you know, mooncakes are round and circles are like circles, reunion. Never ending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the last custom that we'll be talking about today is probably my favorite, and I think it's also Z's favorite as well, mm-hmm. which is lantern riddle guessing, Me. So normally, uh, how it would happen would be people would hang lanterns all around, it'd be really bright at night, and under the lantern, so tie this ribbon with a small piece of paper that has a riddle on it. So it's really interesting, especially when you were younger, to just go through that. I could not answer most of them. Yeah, I true. Tried. Uh, I tried to be smart, but uh, well, it didn't work. <laughs> so even after so many years, these riddles are still really complex and fun to look at. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, we prepared some riddles for today as well, so y'all can guess with us. So should I go first then? Okay. What building has the most stories? Um, library. Is that? Did, wait, are you looking at that? No, I'm not. I mean, that How is like a classic that? one. Oh, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> okay, moving that on. That was too quick, sorry. Okay, okay, next. Okay. Moving on. Which is faster, hot or cold? What? <laughs> um, what is the answer? Like, is it a word? Is it an adjective? No, 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 no. It's just which is faster, hot or cold? Hot, hot or cold? Uh, hot okay why <laughs> because hot is faster to read i don't know what no <laughs> because like right hot hot is faster uh-huh but why because you can catch a cold oh that is true <laughs> but my logic was that hot has three letters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i mean okay, i last... still got it right yeah you did i mean that shocked <laughs> me because i think i'm gonna suck later but uh nice good to know uh last riddle what is it that everybody does at the same time 
Hmm. <laughs> Everybody does at the same time. Live. Yeah. It's very close. Very close. For some people, that. Really? Uh, uh, breathe? No. I mean, those are logical answers. I have to admit, but it's not the one that's written on, on the okay. specific Um. Think? No, no. Um, it's a process. It's a it's a biological process. Oh, age. Yes, yes. You guess it. T- to be honest, if I was one of the people listening to this podcast, I wouldn't get it as fast as you did. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> went too quick. <laughs> okay, now you're gonna ask me some English riddles as well. I assume. Okay, I feel like these are kind of hard, but it's fine. Okay, it's been around for millions of years, but it's no more than a month old. What is it? What? This is really hard. What? Uh, it is closely related to this topic today. The, the moon? Yes! <laughs> Wait, but why? Why? <laughs> okay, then I'll give the answer. The face of the moon. Oh, because it like changes phases. Yeah, this okay. is before it is a month old, but has been oh, around for a long time. Right. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, this one is an easy one. What belongs to you, but others use it more than you do? What? Uh, Bro, this is like a classic one. No, it's not. Nothing yes, about this. Yes, it is. What? Nothing about this is classic. What is something I use? Oh, no, no. What is something that belongs to me, mm-hmm. but other people use more than me? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you want to answer? Yeah, give me the answer. Oh my god. The answer is your name. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, I never thought. I thought it was like an object. So I kept. Oh wow. But that's a classic okay. one, though. I I saw no, it. No, I've never seen that one. Really? Okay. Okay. This is the most like the easiest one it works hard all its life counting numbers day and night but never gets past 12 what is it oh i know this clock yes <laughs> okay so i hope you enjoyed that section that mini section just now. okay so right now let's talk about how we're celebrating this festival do you want to go first okay sure honestly my family doesn't celebrate it much we just eat some mooncakes and like you know mm-hmm. just take some pictures to send to people who send us mooncakes <laughs> yeah but i celebrate it by myself because i really like the mooncake festival i don't know like you know the whole vibe of this mm-hmm. uh, who doesn't like the moon and who doesn't like cake moon cake you know yes pair that with festival like a festival to celebrate the cake of a moon yeah yeah totally it sounds kind of sad but <laughs> i sit in my room like a poet and then just you know admire the moon i absolutely admire your experience currently my family is also not really celebrating it we're just doing the same thing so receiving mm-hmm. moon cakes giving moon cakes eating moon cakes having moon cakes looking at moon cakes you know and sometimes i really wonder how the name moon cake festival Okay. Even in Chinese, it's meant to be mid-autumn festival. But clearly, mm. we're not celebrating autumn, especially in Malaysia. Where the yeah, we're a tropical country. Tea. Yeah. So, I mean... But just- I have an experience, like a very good experience, to be honest. Because back when my housing area was still like trying to sell out their houses, mm-hmm. there was like this giant event where there were performances with, you know, fire eaters and a man-made pond filled with water lilies. And then they even hired people who will do your hair into like you know Chang'e yeah it was really cool and then there were rows and rows of lanterns with riddles and performances yeah it was really really amazing 
And that event was what solidified like, oh, Mooncake Festival is my favorite day of the year. But sadly, mm-hmm. after my housing area sold out all their houses, they just, they gone. They gone. Yeah. Oh, I mean, at least you've experienced it, you know? Yeah. As for me, these past few years, as I grow older, because I'm the youngest, mm-hmm. if I don't really express interest in these sort of things, they don't celebrate it as much anymore. Especially because Mid-Autumn Festival to them is just like an excuse to eat mooncakes. <laughs> it's not really like a celebration. But when I was younger and I still really adored this festival, we had a lot of lanterns, paper lanterns. My dad would always just hang them in front of our house. Uh, I think that changed when I was about nine. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happened? Do you know why it changed? No, why? I burnt all of them on accident. Oh like, my god. No, because it was hanging on a string. All of them were hanging on a string. I was trying to get the riddle. And what happened was I pulled too hard and the string fell. So they, <laughs> they sort of like, you know, because they're paper and they're really thin. They hit each other. <laughs> they just burst into flame. It was uh, it was definitely traumatizing for young, oh young little me. Yeah. And then after that, I think we transitioned to... <laughs> A different kind of paper lantern, yeah. which is the one you go to, like you know, dim sum restaurants. They always hang the animal. Oh, I never went to a dim sum restaurant. Whoa! No. If you love Mid Autumn Festival, you have to go to the dim sum restaurant. This is to everyone only. I mean, Zoom I do eat dim sum, but we no. always buy them back to eat at home. No. No, you have to go to Mid Autumn. It's amazing okay. because when you go to these dim sum restaurants, especially this specific one that I go to since I was young, I forgot the name of it. It's in Georgetown. Uh, Okay. Mm-hmm. And they would have these animal lanterns all over the store, all over the roof. They were packed with them. So you go in, you sit under these lanterns and have breakfast. It's such a phenomenal feeling. You see kids, wow. families, different cultures, races, Indians, Malays, and so much more. Yeah, it's, it's just different cultures. I think I saw a Japanese one time when I was eating mm. there. And they would bring their children in and you would pick an animal and you would buy the animal after you had your meal. Oh. It's a really <laughs> small corner dim sum restaurant. Ooh. Yeah. I always got my animal lanterns from there. I had a rabbit. I had a dragon. I had a duck one year. But uh, yeah, I think the rabbit is 100% dead. Killed it the same way I killed those paper lanterns. <laughs> and the dragon, I think half dead. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think they're burnt off the tail. I'm so sorry. I think the duck is alive. But honestly, I have I have never used, you know, like a fire lit lantern. I always use oh. those LED ones. Because oh, yeah. parents, you know, they... they yeah, I know. Safety. Yeah, yeah obviously. You don't want it to burst up into flames <laughs> like what I pulled but having the you know candle and the lantern see mm-hmm. the flame sort of dance on the paper you know having to hold on to it seems so much like a responsibility because if you sway it too hard the flame's gonna go out yeah that's and true I used to have like those LED ones where you can like you know when you press the first time it lights up normally the second time like oh, disco yeah. light they look really fun I think really I had one of that but I didn't want it because I just felt like it's yeah it's really easy. untraditional yeah okay this is something kind of sad though is the housing area that I live in mm-hmm. they have a small community where they would go on like lantern strolls together on mid-autumn oh I miss that I used to do that in kindergarten and guess what I've been here since I was born I've never moved from this house I have never once joined them why I didn't know that they were doing strolls until I was like 13 and at that point it didn't really matter much to me because they were all kids I go for what no go la. no 
I know, but I felt so mad because my parents do what they should have. Let's go together. Bring me. Okay, we'll be the yeah. older ones. You yeah. Know. But it's truly, oh, I have to bring you to the dim sum. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So people who are listening to this and you live in Georgetown, I really don't know the name of the restaurant. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. The dim sum is actually quite good. But the main point is their lanterns. Like you have to go and meet them. It's such an experience. So now we're going to move on to why we celebrate this. I'm just going to mm-hmm. say in a really short summary. The reason why I celebrate Mid-Autumn Festival is just like any other reason why I celebrate any other festivals. I love the feeling of being able to live in a country where despite your race, your culture, you appreciate what you know this other culture is doing. I think mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that in that lantern stroll, some of them are American and Malaysian. Oh. Yeah, because I live in a housing area where there's a lot of foreign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of Angmo. <laughs> so they also join in the lantern stroll. And to see that happen, to see that sort of harmonious, mm-hmm. you know, so beautiful to look at. So celebrating this. And of course, mm-hmm, cakes are delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to see that happen, I guess that's why I celebrate this. Mm-hmm. For me, honestly, why I celebrate it, this sounds kind of bad, but it's because my family doesn't. <gasps> does that make sense? Because, okay, you see. Yeah, it does if, actually. If it's Luna New Year, don't get me wrong i love luna new year like you know the food is great the songs are great the whole atmosphere and like you know you get red packets with money mm-hmm. but the thing is it's too big that my family really puts weight onto it and yeah it ends up in a lot of arguments and conflicts and oh. uh, yeah just a lot of tension in mm-hmm. preparing for it that when we get there it's just not that enjoyable anymore but yeah, i do yeah. think that it's okay that you want to celebrate it on your own because it feels yeah. like you're having a festival to yourself you know especially yeah, since is. mooncakes this word, this name is just... It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. beautiful. And like, when I just admire the moon by myself in my room, I just feel like, you know, like an ancient poet. Li Bai, Li Bai. Yes, and like, you know, I'm in a legend. Chang Tou Ning Yue Guang, Bi Tou Si Gu Yes. Did I say oh, it right? That, yeah, yeah. Hey, so editing Z here, she did not, in fact, say that right. I don't know how we did not catch that. But I'm here to correct her. Um, the correct version is 床前明月光,疑是地上霜,巨头望明月,低头思故乡. Okay, so let's get back to the actual recording. And once again, I am really, really sorry. I don't know how we missed that. That is actually depicting, like, I think that was written on, written about Mooncake Festival. Really? Yes, yes. I thought it was about him missing home. Yeah, on Mooncake Festival. Oh, okay. Disclaimer, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if this is correct, but I think so. Like, 90% think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's another poem that I really, really like, and my dad quotes it really often, which is a poem from Su Shi, and there's one famous excerpt, which is the last two rows of it. I kind of want to read it in like a very so quan way though. Yeah, you read it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try right now. Uh-uh. 人有悲欢离合月有阴晴圆缺此事古难全但愿人长久千里共传捐。Wow, that is the proper example on how yeah. to read that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have like this bang. No, you all sound more local, cool. you know. <laughs> it's not in a bad way. I realize that's not a kind of bad. No. <laughs> Back to the point. Yeah, I really like this excerpt because, okay, you know what? I'm gonna explain it right now. It's not gonna be 100% the direct translation of it, but I'm gonna just try my best. People experience sorrow, joy, separation, and reunion. The moon can be dim or bright, round or crescent shaped. 
These imperfections have existed since ancient times. The only thing we can do is to hope for all of us to be blessed with longevity. Even if we are thousands of miles apart, we would still share the same moon, just as if we are by each other's side. Yeah. Yeah. I think that even though sometimes these poems from ancient times do get us confused a lot, because you know you first read it, you clearly can't understand it. But、mm-hmm. there is such a beauty and such an exquisite thing to just know the poem, to understand it, to be able to learn it.、Mm. We do learn it, it in、know. school. Yeah. yeah, to let it bypass all time and still be relevant. Yeah, in, yeah. In, you know, such a such a modern era that we're in now. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now moving on to like the more mystical side of this, which is the legends and the myths of the Mooncake Festival. So I'm gonna try and make this to sound more poetic.、Mm-hmm. So enjoy. So the legend goes, Hou Yi, a famous hero hunter at that time, was summoned by the king because there were ten suns in the sky. The people、Whoa. were dying, the crops、mm-hmm. were dying, the animals were dying. He was summoned by the king. To shoot down nine suns because of his famous, you know, archery skills.、Mm-hmm. So that's what he did. He went ahead and he shot down nine suns, leaving only one in the sky. Perfect balance. All that we want, all that we need. The crops were nursed back to life. The people were happy, and so was the king. So the king decided to reward him an immortality pill, but he asked for one more for his wife, Chang'e. He brought those immortality pills home to his wife, and to be honest. Yeah, I've never really understood where he went in this part of the story. I think he just went and practiced his shooting again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, hunters are busy. He went out, and you know, there was this robber, robber、mm-hmm. who decided to just go in their house. Like, yo, I want those <laughs> pills, and so Chang'e decided to protect those pills with her life because <laughs> that、so、kind、stupid. of power. Excuse me, my storytelling skills. Right, no, no, it's not stupid. It's not. <laughs> Continue. No. Back to what I was saying. The robber came in, wanted the pills. Chang'e said, "No, you know this sort of power shouldn't be exposed, given, or shared." I'm sorry. Continue. She said, "This sort of power shouldn't be exposed or shared." So she hid both of the pills in her mouth. Stop laughing. <laughs> It's supposed to be a legend here.、So、you know, legends—they have weird actions that we'll never understand them, but we worship them all the same. She hit them. She hit she them in her mouth. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. And she accidentally swallowed them. <laughs> After she swallowed both of the pills, she suddenly flew away. She, she flew just, all the way to the moon, and she got stuck there forever.、Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I do wonder if those were pills or. You know, heal yeah, <laughs> yeah. After that, you can imagine like you know Ho Yi coming back like, whoa, where's my wife? You know, I think that it's so so funny because not only、yeah. did he lose his wife, he also lost the pills. He oh yeah, so hard. Yes,、for. I know, right? He didn't lose one; he lost both. <laughs> he shot nine suns for his wife to go to the moon. Okay, we're laughing right now, but I know that this sounds like a romantic story, you know. But yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of nonsensical. Yeah, I mean, looking back at it now, I kind of feel like the moral of the story shouldn't be to not shoot down nine suns or to not rob somebody. I feel the moral should be to not hide <laughs> things in your mouth. <laughs> Don't swallow them. <laughs> okay, 
But okay. I have to say, I mean, I've seen mm-hmm. the depictions of this legend. Yeah, yeah. Holy uh, is sent to the sun. The so. one that Ellie said just now is like the most generally accepted one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but there the are explanations about this. Like, you know, Chang'e didn't accidentally swallow them. She swallowed them on uh, purpose. Because, yeah, on purpose. But mm. I think the reason why this one is more generally accepted and like more well known, mm-hmm. and people still choose to tell this to their children and the future generation because this version doesn't shame or embarrass. Either side. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it changed. No, don't make fun of her. I mean, I'm not shaming her. I kind of get how, like, you know, sometimes we panic and do stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right. it's still kind of. I respect this legend. I understand it. Okay, so. Now we're heading to the final part of today's topic, which is our thoughts and opinions on how this festival and its various practices have changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Or just thoughts about this festival in general. Okay, so the first thing that we'd like to bring up, first example of how the Mooncake Festival has changed is a movie by Philippa Sue mm-hmm. called Over the Moon. I really liked that movie. Like, the whole atmosphere of it is just really good. Although there are some inaccuracies in it, you know. Like, yeah, like how she didn't yeah. hide the pills in her mouth. No, her whole town was mm. like really olden times, you know, that kind of feel. And there were like two stone lion head statues. And in real life, it should be like one with a pearl and the other without. But mm. in that movie, both of them had pearls, which is kind of inaccurate. But, you know, I can get over that. So it's fine. But the thing that I cannot get over is, oh my god, the whole movie was so great right until when Chang'e and Ho Yi sang a song. Like, no. This is where I come in because I had to listen to the song just now. I mean, they have, it's a musical cartoon, by the way, so they have countless songs. Most mm-hmm. of them are really nice. But um, Yours Forever, that's the song that we're going to talk oh, about yes. specifically. Mm. Uh, it involves Chinese lyrics. Yeah, because you know. we both watched the English version, but we don't know why. Like, they didn't just translate this whole song into English, like how they did it with the other song. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if they were out of budget or what. The voice actors... Um, yeah, they could the, be the better. The song is really good, which is a painful thing because the song itself is really yes, nice. Yes, it is really good. To. It's really like, it's empty and hollow, but yearning at the same time. It really mm-hmm. depicts the emotions that they should be feeling. Mm-hmm. Because the pronunciation and how they said the words, it really... Does. Especially since we know how to speak Chinese. Honestly, I didn't even know like they were speaking Chinese. I thought they were like singing in an enchanted language right until they sang like... English, was it? Ah, yes. And then I realized like, oh my... Oh my god, the part before this is actually in Chinese. Uh, I watched the movie two times. I mm-hmm. could understand what they were sort of saying. Okay, so they have four different lyrics for Chinese. I could understand the first two off the bat. It just takes a little bit of effort. Mm-hmm. But it is decipherable. The last two, no idea what they were saying. I mean, I respect them. Like, they sang it really, really well. But yeah, they. I don't know why they, you know, didn't just make the whole movie perfect. Since it yeah. was perfect till that point. And I think it would be really easy to make it English. Like the first lyric is which means I'll love you forever and ever. They could have just said, I'll be yours forever. Like, like, that's not that hard, guys. Oh, I just, I don't know why. Oh, I'm still so disappointed over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all in all, it's still a really great movie. I loved all the other songs. Yeah, they were just really good. And I really liked the lesson it gave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. I shouldn't spoil it too much because maybe some of y'all have not watched it. But 
I strongly recommend it. Like strongly. I mean, after listening to this episode, since it's a uh, Mooncake Festival, go ahead and watch it. It's a perfect mm-hmm. time to watch this movie. Okay, the next and last example that we prepared is what are our thoughts on traditional mooncakes, like being what they are now? I mean, we can still buy traditional mooncakes. Yeah. But some of them now, you know, we have durian mm-hmm. mooncakes. Wait, how so- do you define like traditional ones? We all know like the yeah. most traditional one is lotus, you know, the lotus yeah, paste lotus one. Salt up yeah, thing. that is my favorite to be honest. Yes. But do yes. you categorize bandan as traditional or like, you know, no, modern? I categorize it as a translation, you know, if that makes sense. It's the same <laughs> Explain. shape and the same pattern, but the filling is different. And bandan isn't really something that's widely used in China. Yeah, I think that's only in Malaysia. Yeah, that's something yeah. we did. So that's a variation. That's a translation. That's not mm. traditional. Traditional is lotus salted egg. Is that sesame traditional? Oh yeah, I think it is. But mm, I also think I'm so. not sure because but, yeah, red bean too. Yeah, red mm, bean. Yeah. yeah, but my favorite. You know, we gotta stand at the OG lotus. Yeah, OG. But the favorite one in like you know the modern category is matcha. I really like matcha mooncakes. I don't have a favorite in the modern category. <laughs> I've tried a lot, by the way. Like, I've tried durian mooncakes. Some of them mm. are good. Some of them Oh, are- I ate one durian mooncake. Like, I normally like durians, but yeah, that so- durian mooncake, no. It just didn't mm. do it for me. Yeah, I tried one. It said musanking, but it tasted so weird. I didn't understand the value behind it. It didn't taste like durian. And as someone who loves durian, I frequently have it whenever I can, especially in durian season that just passed, like, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I couldn't understand or grasp how they could call this musanking. Do you call it durian? Sure, whatever. Musanking doesn't taste like that. I honestly don't know how to differentiate like D24 musanking, you know, like... Oh, but really? really? Yeah, I don't. Like, I think the best durian I've had is musanking, but mm-hmm. organic. I only can differentiate like, you know, jiuwei and milk jiuwei. It's like, one is alcoholic. It's not alcoholic, but like... It's not referred to as alcoholic. It's just referred to as one is more bitter, which is why it tastes like alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then one is That's sweeter. Mm-hmm. I honestly like the bitter ones more. Wait, no, I don't stand with you on this. No, why? It's I like more... the sweet one. That is true. The sweet ones are nice too, but I don't know. I just like the bitter ones more. No, I mean, I respect your opinion, but no. I mean, I stand by my not philosophy but like my whole family doesn't drink alcohol and i don't plan to but yeah we like to eat the so-called alcoholic ones more okay but moving on from durian because it's not the main <laughs> character for today Sorry. <laughs> the last I mean, okay not the last actually i have a few mm-hmm. i think like the sorbet one is sort of a light to mochi mooncake i sort of wanted to talk about that but Ooh, i, I have never so. tried mochi mooncake i haven't either but I've mm-hmm. seen people promote it. The most expensive ones are truffle, truffle mooncake. But I think the last variation we should talk about is like, you know, ones that we've tried before. And since mm-hmm. we both haven't tried the truffle yeah, or the mochi. Ooh, ooh. There's one. Oh, yeah. You go first. Okay. So jelly mooncakes, I had a while back. They're basically jelly. Um, Some of them mm-hmm. have different fruits. Like I found one kiwi, mango, yeah. lychee. I actually like oh. jelly mooncakes a lot. I like jelly. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> jelly, jelly period. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's mooncake. I just feel like I could have jelly anytime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's true. But having mooncakes on mid-autumn, it, it's the right thing. 
Also, I don't think you have tried this because I know that, like, you know, you don't eat spicy stuff. Mm-hmm. But I actually like sambal mooncake. <gasps> no! Yes! I know that's, that's kind of like oh sacrilegious, but they really. Okay, I really like <gasps> sambal. If you don't know what sambal is, it's like chili paste, but a legendary one, a top tier mm-hmm. one. It's really good. Sambal mooncakes, bro, they slap. Oh. I'm sorry, but they do. They do. That violated my entire being. <laughs> sambal mooncake. Yeah, it's just that sambal. Sambal mooncake. So it's like the lotus one, but with sambal. No, they mostly come in like, you know, gong zai ping. You know, like those tiny ones, those round ones. It's really good. Okay, I'm not going to judge you because we're a safe space here. But just for everyone to know, I will I'm never sorry. stand with like Z's taste I'm on sorry. sambal. Because I can't, my, my tummy doesn't agree with spicy food. Mm, that's uh, true. So, so. I think we've cured kind of far on that. So we've come to the last, no, not the last, the second last part. Okay, but before that, if you have access to celebrating Mooncake Festival, I strongly urge you to celebrate it or even just celebrate it internally because honestly, I feel like it's really cleansing, you know, it's like really peace inducing, you know, this whole mooncake thing is just very good for your vibes. Wait, no, 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 no. You have hmm? to clarify. Celebrate virtually, guys. The pandemic is... Ah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess that's it. And let us jump right into the wish slash manifestation part of it. My manifestation is that... Hmm, oh my god. I actually don't know. Okay, I won't do like a manifestation. I will do like a wish. Just like in the poem, I wish that everyone will be blessed with you know, longevity and happiness and everything. Like all the good snacks and stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, be happy. That's all. Okay, so that was a pretty one. For my wish, I hope that everyone will get their blessed reunion. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only the Mid-Autumn Festival, obviously, but maybe this would be a good opportunity for them to finally go home, sit down, have mooncakes with their family. Mm, that's true. Yep, that's my wish. Yeah, that's great. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Once again, thank you to everyone who has listened up to this point. We hope that our wishes come true for you and for everyone else. And this was, to be honest, what do we think?